So Android 11 is a thing, it's now out. A lot of people have been using the beta for a little while now. There's some videos online and there are a couple of features there that are pretty cool. And I've gone through all the features that are coming out in Android 11 and I picked out five features that I believe is gonna make Android users' lives just a little bit easier. And I'm gonna go through all five of those in this video, so stay tuned and let's get started. So right off the bat, one of the things we're gonna first go over is how Android 11 is gonna help you be a better communicator. It's gonna help you keep the communications that you have going a lot easier and get back to the communications that are important to you a lot quicker from your device. So with Android 11, chat head bubbles are back. They're now a thing again, similar to what you would get when you use Facebook Messenger for anyone who does use Facebook Messenger. When you close out the initial chat, there's gonna still be a bubble displayed on screen. It gives you the ability to get back into your chats a lot quicker. That way you don't have to actually go into the application to resume your chats. And this option is gonna make it a lot easier for you guys to continue your communications with the chats that are important to you. Sometimes you have a lot of text threads going at once and having one or two important ones that you can just kind of click on a button, open up a separate chat window really quickly to do some quick replies, to read some quick messages and just to see some quick information is actually pretty cool. It eliminates that extra step of actually going into your communications app, your texting app, scrolling through all the threads that you currently have and picking out the one that you need or actually just going into the text app and replying. You have that quick reply option directly from the chat bubble. It's gonna be floating around on your screen basically and I kind of think that's pretty cool because it helps you communicate a lot faster and a lot quicker if you just need to do it at a glance or if you're waiting for an important message that thing is kind of just prominently on your screen. I like the idea of chat bubbles and I like the fact that it's coming back to Android or coming to Android 11 in general. And so the number two thing that Android 11 is going to do to make Android's lives just a little bit better is giving you back full control over the privacy and information in your device by giving you the ability to set limitations on applications that you've downloaded beyond what you currently have in your current Android device. So in Android 10, you have three options to grant apps permission to use your information on your device. You can grant them full access, and that's basically just giving them access to use your permissions whenever you want, whenever you open the application, it automatically does it. You can also just deny applications the ability to use your information completely, and that sometimes will still work with the app or still breaks the app, or you can grant the application just to use your information whenever the application is open as using your location services or accessing any other information in your device that that app needs to access to work. But with Android 11, there's gonna be a fourth option that's gonna become available, and that's basically just granting one-time access to an application to use your location-based services or access to your contacts or access to anything that that app needs to work. And you can just grant it as a one-off if you don't want that app to have continuous access, even when you have it open, if you wanted to request access at all times, you have the ability now to do that. And that's just getting a little bit more granular in the privacy area of your devices. Privacy has become such a big thing for people with their mobile devices. These apps request so much permission. It's unbelievable. If you want to scare yourself, open a random application, go into its permission request and see exactly how much information that application actually has access to. I mean, why does my calculator need access to my contacts? That makes no sense. These applications, when you install them, when you run them, they request so much access to your device and having the ability to restrict that access at another level is 
pretty awesome and I, I can't wait for that in Android 11. Some of these applications don't need as much access as we're granting them. Granting one-time access and having that application kind of prompt and ask you for access the next time it needs to run can be annoying, but it also can prevent a lot of privacy issues from happening and can come in handy for some of the privacy conscious out there in the world. For number three is providing more ways to share. So with Android 11 comes an AirDrop style file sharing system. It's definitely not AirDrop. It probably won't be as good as AirDrop is, but it's a pretty good start. And it definitely doesn't stop FastShare, which is the name of it, from being one of the most highly anticipated features coming to Android in a really, really long time. So what FastShare basically is, again, it's something similar to what you would get with AirDrop, but just a little bit different. It gives the ability for Android users to share different files and different folders with other devices without actually connecting to that device itself. So you don't have to toggle a connection. You don't have to use a Dropbox connection. You don't have to upload it and re-download it. It's kind of like a file transfer option for Android. And I think a lot of people have been asking for some remnants of an AirDrop type application coming to Android and Android 11 is going to actually offer that. And I think that's a pretty big thing. Now, again, basically with the caveat that AirDrop has been out a long time. Apple's had so long to kind of perfect how AirDrop works. It works well. Some people will disagree with me, but it works pretty well for the most part. And I think fast share with Android is going to start the same thing. It's going to start off a little rough in the beginning. They're going to kind of perfect it as it goes along. But Android 11 is kicking off that first inkling that you're going to be able to have something similar to AirDrop coming up fairly soon. And I think Android users are going to really appreciate that. Sometimes you just want to drop a file to a computer or to another user without emailing it or texting it or uploading it to your Google Drive or something like that. And having the ability to just kind of send that file to the user is going to come in handy and it provides a hundred different ways now that you can share information with people that are in your close proximity. So another thing Android 11 is doing is keeping an eye on the future. And what do I mean by that? There's two distinct APIs that are coming out in Android 11 that's really geared towards future mobile devices. And you can't talk about future mobile devices without mentioning two specific things, foldable devices and 5G. And these APIs are geared specifically at those two things. So the first one is a 5G state API, which basically makes it possible for Android to see if you're currently on a 5G network. And what the API does is it gives developers the ability to give you special specific experiences that are geared towards the network that you're connected to. So this one is actually pretty cool because if an application has specific things that it needs a 5G connection in order to do, developers can actually program that directly into their application now with this API. So as soon as you're connected to a 5G network, those experiences basically unlock like a secret treasure trove and they give you some extra added ability because you're connected to that faster next gen type network. When you're on a regular network, then it scales back and it has a regular base application that you can use on like a 4G or 4G LTE network. So this is going to actually have your phone kind of discern what kind of connection you're currently on and unlock some additional great experiences from applications. I think this is actually really cool. It gives developers the ability not to have to program two completely separate apps or not have to hold back their application. If their application does something pretty awesome, but you need a 5G connection to do it, some developers may have felt 
that they needed to shy away from people who are on 4G or 4G LTE or not near a 5G connection. Now they don't, they can just kind of program that into their application, use this built-in API that's in Android 11, and it does all the work for them discerning which users on a 5G network that can take full advantage of that 5G experience versus the users that are not. So I think that's actually pretty cool as forward thinking and it's gonna take advantage of some next gen networks. And for people who don't, you can still use that basic application. So now the other API focuses on foldable devices. And so with this API, what it does is it basically reads the data from the hinges in those foldable devices and makes the app adjust based on the location of the hinge itself. So all this is really doing is giving you the ability to have apps adjust to foldable foldable devices now. So the idea is some foldable devices like the Galaxy Fold fold into a larger device, some fold into a smaller device like the Z Flip. So if you have a larger device with a hinge, you can imagine that this API basically takes your application and makes it into a smaller application that fits on the smaller screen. But when you unfold your device, it fits into the larger display that's there. And this is just to give apps the ability to adjust based on the screen size of these new foldable devices. Some of them are getting smaller when you fold them up, some of them are getting larger, and this Android 11 API is gonna make sure that the apps that you use adjust accordingly and your experience is pretty fluent across the board. And as we move into more and more foldable devices and 5G devices coming out, I think these two APIs are gonna play an intricate role in how Android 11 kind of integrates into the Android users' lives and makes it just that much easier. And before we get into our final thing there's going to be some honorable mentions here android 11 is also going to be a lot more optimized for power so that's going to improve the battery life on your android devices speed is definitely going to be there it's optimized for speed and fluidity it's also optimized for search a bigger integration into the google assistant is going to be in android 11 as well and it's also optimized for ai so a bigger ai integration into how you can use your phone how you can navigate your phone and get your phone just to do things automatically for you is going to be baked into Android 11 so those Android devices can take full advantage of that as well. So our fifth and final reason why Android 11 is just going to make your life a little bit easier is going to get rid of the annoyance. We all get those annoying solicitation calls or annoying spam calls and spamming and phishing and all these things are getting more and more prevalent and people do it via text, via email and Android 11 is kind of geared towards stopping those annoying from coming to your device all together. Android 11 is gonna have some really cool call screening innovations. Google has added this new API that basically lets the application screen the calls that are coming into your phone, keeping track of all the bugged user calls that are coming in, and also be able to properly discern those calls from calls that are coming from the contacts that are inside your phone itself. So this is something very similar to what you've been seeing going on. It's just gonna be ramping up a little bit more and more. If you have an Android device now, you may or may not have seen some calls that come through that say, spam likely or scammer likely or this is a spam call something of that nature so what Google's doing is basically taking that and just ramping it up to the next level using machine learning to kind of take that number that's coming into your phone and scanning your contacts to make sure that it's not someone calling from your contact and then scanning their database to make sure that it is a flagged number and then stopping that number from coming through your device altogether stopping spam calls is actually extremely important because a lot 
lot of users can get fished and a lot of users can get taken advantage of and information extracted from those calls itself. So it's not just the annoyance of the calls coming into your phone, even though it's really annoying to get those calls. They always seem to call at the wrong time. Stopping spam calls is extremely important to the privacy of our devices. And I like this API and I want to see where Google kind of takes the overall security of Android 11 and kicks it up just a notch to keep users safe. So for now, there's no official release date for Android 11 yet. They're currently in their beta process. So it sounds like it's going to be coming out fairly shortly. I think Google will make a proper announcement when they're all set with their beta and ready to roll it out. So keep an eye out for that. Until then, guys, until next time, guys, peace.